Yo, so slight little announcement. This is my last episode recording this show at this location because I am finally moving into my new apartment this Saturday. And for a more important announcement, uh, Budokai Tenkaichi 4 is coming out, so shut the fuck up, Brian. Normally, I would say rude. <laughs> but, like, that like that news, like, made my day. I mean, I remember playing the first three when I was younger, and we... I, we I literally have all three upstairs in my room, and I'm considering playing them all right now just because of that. We just watched the teaser... And the transition to announce the new game was beautiful. Yo, I actually have a great idea, Bri. What? I am bringing my PS2 to your new crib. And we can play Budokai Tenkaichi and Budokai Tenkaichi 3. And I'm pretty sure I have every single character unlocked. If I don't, I'll literally just grind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, that, that's a necessity. But... But back to the important news, the fourth one's coming out. And if you haven't seen that fucking teaser, watch it. Jesus Christ, it made me and Brian both feel warm inside. Like, yeah, like so Carl's our residential anime nerd, but like I'm an anime nerd for Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, freshman year of college, I watched about 200 maybe 300 and something episodes of Dragon Ball in a month and a half. So I have seen Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Kai, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. It's it's my fucking childhood. And um, guess I, what? I, I could I, not. I could it, not watch GT. Uh, GT was garbage, but, but I watched it when I was a kid. So like, you, you know, when you sort of yeah. have like that nostalgia factor that sort of like evens it out. Yeah. Only reason. Only That's reason. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm, also, Gogeta look cool, or like the Super Saiyan Four look cool as shit. But that's true. That's true. But I am so freaking pumped for this game. Um. Yeah, Carl's gonna kick my ass though because it's a fighting game, and the only fighting game I could probably take Carl out in is Tekken because that was my childhood. I'd probably give you Sword Caliber too. Or Soul Calibur, because I'm pretty sure you're pretty good at that one too, right? I've never played Soul Cali. Oh, bro. Alright, so then I would definitely beat your ass in that. Yeah, no, I got you in Tekken, and that's about it. That's pretty much the only game you can beat me in. <laughs> SSX Snowboarding 1. <laughs> bro, Connor had it, and I played it on my PS2 and did better than Connor. Dude, I've been baller at that game since I was like three. Give me a week, bro. You you saw what happened with uh, Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Big, big good horizon for video games. Budokai Tenkaichi 4. I get a new apartment, but Budokai Tenkaichi 4 is more important. And there's sirens going by Carl's house. Hey yo, welcome back to the Seven Nothing Podcast. I mean the High Kicks Podcast. <laughs> I was gonna try to say finger guns, let me say some shit before Brian says anything. Um I don't even want to do finger guns. I just want to do middle fingers instead. But there's no camera, guns. so you, you can do it to me. Yeah, I know, but it, it, it's not the same. 
Yeah. Um, also, before we get into anything footy, um, last week when uh, I recorded with just Chad, also Chad's in New York, so he's not on this week. Um, yes. We like started talking and I was like, oh, wait, I got to do finger guns because Carl's not here. <laughs> so your finger gun still made it in. We've literally done it every single time since like the second time no, we the, actually the, started. this. You, you did it, I think, in the first episode. Shit. Well, we've kept it going ever since. So we're going to keep this going. I didn't do it in episode two. And I don't know if I did it in the other episode I did solo. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But let, let's every get episode into it. I'm in. Yeah. It. Except for last week, but that has it too. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I also I missed the one week that man you actually does good. So like fuck me. Yeah, I know. I know you don't always listen to our show when you're not on it. So, um, I said to Chad how ironic it is that the first time you win a trophy in six years you're not on the show, and Chad made a joke that we kicked you off the show because it's only for struggling clubs. Um, <laughs> yeah, but after this week, <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's just, before we get into any prem, we got some major news today. Uh, Neymar's out for the season with ankle surgery. Yeah. So in terms of implications for the champions league, uh, this is a massive loss for PSG. Oh, I'm huge. really interested. Yeah. They, they probably will not beat Bayern in the second leg. Um, and e- even though I was predicting Bayern to win in the first place, the loss of Neymar for that match is going to be massive. Um, I'm really interested to see how they're going to finish league play. Messi's probably going to end up taking a much larger role than he has been, despite being the GOAT. And of course, Mbappe is still going to be doing Mbappe things. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, especially for the rest of the year. But... The craziest news in the football world is still continuing with uh, another League One club. Um, how, how, how the hell? How so, the hell? So we've mentioned this going a couple weeks back now, but Rams manager Will Still got his start in managing from playing the football manager video game. Youngest, youngest manager in Europe. They get fined 24,000, is it euro or dollars, every time he manages? Euro. 24,000 euros. The dude does not have his professional managing license. And yet... Uh, bro, give it to him. Fucking give it to him. You have to go through and, like, actually earn it. You can't just get it. Good. Bro, he played football manager, and he has proven he deserves it. He has 18 games undefeated. In league play, how the like it's what? insane. It's insane. So for he, he for, currently has the longest win streak of all five major leagues. Win streak or, or not win streak? Un, un, unbeaten streak, and a a lot of the games do come out with some weird wins. Like there there are a lot of draws within this, so it is sort of similar to like that invincibles run where it's like okay yeah there was a lot of draws but the fact that they're an eighth Ren is, they they weren't in a position before and now <sighs> yeah yeah aneurysm great job holy shit never thought i would be saying like a that random dude can who just was really good like at that, the video game but, so so 
for everyone at home, if you're really good at a video game, stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> you could end up like Will still. Yeah, you, you never know how applicable it is. So we're just going to jump into the Premier League. We had one hell of a week in terms of entertainment, in terms of table implications, in terms of kind of it, it's everything. Nuts. It's nuts. So we're, we're going to start with our Saturday fixtures. We're not going to go deep into all of them. We're going to touch on a few. Um, we're going to talk about some confusion, some shocking, jokingly shocking things. Um, but starting off, Manchester City... 2-0 win against Newcastle. Second happiest thing for me all weekend because I, I have needed Newcastle to falter. Um, Liverpool's race to try and get back into the top four is something that I've been keeping an eye on. Um, it's something that maybe two weeks ago we didn't think was possible. and No, we, we genuinely did not think Liverpool would be in this conversation. And but here they are. Yes. Thanks to so, like never in my life have I wanted Manchester City to win a football match until this weekend. No. But uh, they they balled out. Let's not say anything but what it was. Um, I, they they beat Newcastle fair and square. Phil, there Phil Foden scored a say. beautiful, beautiful goal. Yeah. It got labeled yes. as, quote, Messi-esque, which I don't agree with. I mean, no. Like, it, it it's, um, you know, it was but a nice we're, goal. We're talking about the GOAT. We're talking about the GOAT. Yeah. And then we're talking about Phil Foden. Phil Foden is very good, but he's not the GOAT. But. And but, it's not, so it's not saying he's the GOAT if it's Messi-esque, but it wasn't Messi-esque. It was a exactly. nice solo run with a pretty good finish, but it wasn't one of those like worldy solo goals. It, it it wasn't like the way that Musiala breaks down defenders sometimes when you're looking at him and it's like, okay, so um, what do they feed people over at Bayern? Like what? Tren. Yeah, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> well, let's get into that. <laughs> Not really, but. All right. Now, this, this, so, this match made me happy, but. Yes. I want to what, get one thing I want to mention before we move on from this game, the signing of Anthony Gordon has been abysmal for Newcastle. He is so weird in terms of his play recently. You can take the man out of Everton. You can't take the Everton out of the man. For exactly what I was going to say. Did you, did like, you see I, him try and play that pass and just fall? Yeah. Like, bro, I, I, he, Look, he's not as bad as another person we're going to mention. Ooh. But we already mentioned that man. So, yeah, Ooh. no, Ooh. like what? No, you don't get it. No, I'm, I'm a little lost. <laughs> Just you say it. it. Richarlson. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I thought I thought. Oh, I guess because we're talking the man out of Everton, but the Everton. OK, OK, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I missed that. I, I think all we right, need right. to give Anthony Anthony Gordon's young, so he needs a little bit more yes. time. So I don't think you could yes. label him as a flop yet. Um DeCarlson no, not yet. and Chad and I have decided that we will be referring to Richarlison as DeCarlson until he uh steps his play up. Um 
We'll get into in Spurs. any way, shape, or form. Like literally, even if he starts completing more passes or something, or just becoming a more integral part of the team, the man literally like touches the ball like three, four times a match, and then just does absolutely fucking nothing with it but turn it over. Yeah. So we're. I want to slide into the Arsenal Bournemouth match because this match had City fans excited, and yes. then it broke their hearts. So Bournemouth scored within ten seconds. Although replays show, and I don't know why this didn't get properly reviewed by VAR, they had like four guys over the fucking midline, halfway line um, at the opening kickoff, which is not allowed. But they scored within nine seconds at the Emirates. So and then they go up two nil there. They were up two nil in the 57th minute, and it looked like now bottom of the table of Bournemouth were going to take a loss and then we get Thomas Party and Ben White evening the game up within eight minutes of each other and that did you see that Reese Nelson finish at the death did you see I I don't even want to mention it did you see the shithousery from Ben White after the goal I did not see the shithousery but I did see the goal so after the goal Ben White ran up to Bournemouth's keeper, to Neto, and just screamed in his face. <laughs> so and White's a dog. Like, honestly, so like... We dogged on him for a while after his transfer there. He's living up to it. It, he's, it, it was a lot of money, but he's playing like he's worth sort of that amount of money he's not given given the current to that amount no i think i think he is given the state of what players go for now he was 50 million pounds i thought it was more i think he was only 50 million pounds i thought he was the second largest center back transfer ever i thought he was like 50 50 million pounds okay so then yeah he's worth it yeah, without Abs- a doubt. Absolutely. He's, uh, he wasn't in the beginning, but he, he's abs- he might be playing above that price tag. But yeah. these are the matches, and I said this about Liverpool when they won the title, and I'm saying it about Arsenal now. These are the matches that win you titles. You go down 2-0, there's less than a half hour left to play in the match, and you win. You you couldn't ask for more from what Arsenal was able to pull out in that second half. Um, it, it was just a thing of beauty, and I'm really impressed at the the second half of the second half performance. Like Jesus Christ, like the second half every- of the second half. Yeah, because like we can talk about the first uh, like 20 minutes of the second half, but like after that, like. Jesus Christ, Arsenal just took over the entire game and did exactly what they needed to do in order to put Bournemouth away. Yep. And of course, we have to give props to Bournemouth, though. They played an amazing match. Um, it just so happened that Arsenal were able to get good goals at perfect times. And sometimes that's all that happens. Sometimes it's not really a team playing necessarily bad. It's just what happens. But for Spurs, they did play bad. Um, they got beat by Wolves 1-0. And so Spurs is doing a typical Spurs bottling job. Yeah. 
Richarlison, Dick Carlson, not there. Dick Carlson, D- Dick Carlson, yeah, not there. Um, rest of Spurs, sort of non-existent. Like losing wolves to wolves, got a losing to wolves. In the words of my favorite cartoon, um, guidance counselor, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but we'll we'll move to another club in London because we're sticking on London real quick. Chelsea. Chelsea scored a goal. <laughs> yeah, they scored a fucking goal. So what? It was against Leeds, but like they they won. Sure, woohoo! Like, I mean, it's a much needed win for Chelsea. This goal is probably going to end up being their goal of the month because I don't know if they're going to score again. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Chelsea, I saw something today that Joe Felix said oh him God. staying at Chelsea is dependent on if they make the Champions League. So he's not going to stay at Chelsea. Yeah, so Joe Felix is leaving. <laughs> well, he's probably just going to go back to Atletico and then find a transfer elsewhere. Um, 100%. So Chad and I talked about this last week, and I need to pose this question to you. Are West Ham good or are West Ham bad? Awful. They won four nil last week, and then this week they lose. They lose four nil. Like, I was gonna say, have you looked at the table recently? Yeah, no. West Ham is not good. Yeah, yeah. Like I, why did that come out of your mouth? They were literally in last place in the Prem for a hot minute. They're literally two points ahead of Bournemouth. <laughs> Like you, you really just asked me if West Ham is a good team. They well, I deserve just, to get. You know what I mean? Like, are they really as bad as they seem? Because you can't really be that bad when you win a match four nil. But they they are that bad. But the following week, uh, of course, Brighton has been one of the bright points in the entirety of the season. Like, no pun intended. They they genuinely have just been one of those sides to watch. They have made amazing transfers. They have the development of kings right now. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, if I want a player, I want him from Brighton right now. Just because of the way that oh, yeah. they have been performing oh, yeah. in the Prem. But... West Ham United losing 4-0 to Brighton. I think that's more to say about Brighton's success and less to say about how shit West Ham has actually played this season. It's just very ironic that they happened to do it the week after they won 4-0. Yeah, exactly. Um, So also, Chad is very upset for two reasons. Ready? Yeah. Reason number one. Leicester lost to freaking Southampton. Reason number two. They have said that they're going to give Brendan Rodgers three more games. Yeah, and also I think the funniest thing in the world is that fucking it wasn't a James Ward-Prowse free kick uh, in order to... (laughs) It was Carlos Alcaraz, who every time I read that name in a footy score... I get so thrown off because if anybody knows, Carlos Alcaraz is the best young tennis player on the planet. Um, he's a monster in tennis. Obviously a different Carlos Alcaraz, but yeah. it, it's just kind of funny to me. The irony this week is nuts, especially with West Ham. Um, <sighs> fucking... <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, and you, you can take over. Fuck this! I don't want to talk about this. No, stay for, dude. Okay, I need Carl to come back. Um, I'm gonna shoot him a text real quick, but Liverpool absolutely demolished Manchester United. Absolutely demolished, like absolute slaughter, like murder in the nth degree. It was a really, really entertaining first half. I'm not going to lie, like, at all. It was excellent, excellent first half on both sides. Cody Gakpo's goal was fantastic. Great, great finish, great through ball, great everything. Darwin Nunez's goal to start the second half was brilliant. Are you done talking about it? All right, I'll be back. I'm going to go fill my water. Wait, wait. Huh? Put your headphones back on. I can hear you. I need you to stay here for a little bit because I do need your interjection. I was talk or your opinions. I was talking about the first half. Fuck you. Literally, <laughs> you guys were battering us. Like, what, what are you talking about? It was back and forth, but literally the possession within Man yeah. United's third was nuts. And then, of course, Gapo has, like, an amazing chance to put it away right and away. It, 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 it was a great fucking goal. Uh, let's not get it wrong. And then I make fun of Mo in like the 30th minute being like, oh yeah, a couple seasons ago, he would, he would fucking score that goal. And what does he do in the second half? Fucking score that goal. So yeah, I'm going to go fill up my water. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah. So Carl's never going to hear the end of this at all. And I have a very interesting stat to share, but I'm going to wait till Carl comes back. I can't say enough about this game. I mean, Carl was at the gym. He turned the game off at like 3-0. I was watching with Chad, and I was also watching with my mom. And we were like, three, four, five, six, holy shit, seven. And the best was the Spanish commentary. I saw a TikTok, and they were screaming touchdown. They were screaming touchdown. It was hysterical, like absolutely hysterical. The Spanish commentator screaming touchdown. So God, oh I got God. I got a couple more things to say on this. And then, bro, the memes were better than the fucking match. Like, so, fuck so by face. the so I got a couple things. So remember the when Liverpool lost to Madrid and we were saying, how do you count to five in different languages? And it was like Vinny, Vinny, Benzema, ben, or Benzema, Militao, Benzema. Um, yeah, so the new way to count to seven is... In English. In English is Gakpo, Darwin Nunez, Darwin Nunez, Gakpo, Mo, Mo, Firmino. And I don't know if I did that in the right order because it was so many freaking goals. Um <laughs> I know we're not doing video this week, but Carl's face just says it all. He He's never going to live this down for the rest of the season. He can talk about how good Man U played or how well they played in the match. And I'm just going to be like 7-0. Bro, fucking Brazil lost 7-1 and we still talk about it. Bro, that shit was like 10 years ago. You think I'm going to live this down for the next 10 fucking years? No, no not at fucking all. <laughs> this was Manchester United's biggest defeat in the history Ever. of the Premier League. It was their biggest defeat to Liverpool since 1895. And this is the stat that is going to just 
blow Carl's mind and piss him off. And I've already shared this with him, but you guys need to hear this too. Two-part stat. So one, in the last five matches at Anfield for Liverpool Man United, Liverpool have a 16-1 to goal lead, which is insane. But the best, the best stat, which isn't even a meme, it's just a meme stat at this point. Since the 2017-2018 season, Mohamed Salah has received... Wait, 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 wait. For, for reference, five fucking years. Yes. Mohamed Salah has received more yellow cards for celebrating a goal with, by taking his shirt off than Manchester United have scored goals at Anfield. Two yellow cards to one goal. Also, got to congratulate Mo Salah for uh, scoring his 129th Liverpool goal and becoming Liverpool's all-time Premier League scorer. Fuck him. I don't care. Literally, can, can we wrap this up? <laughs> can I mean, I, about I, something else? I can talk about this forever. So, like, I'm going to because I'm going to enjoy it. You do what you want. Like, we put a freaking touchdown on you. I was at the bank today talking to somebody about my account stuff, and I saw some guy with a Chelsea hat and said I felt bad for him. And he was like, why? And I was like, because he's wearing a Chelsea hat. And the banker was like, I'm a Manchester United fan. And I was like, I'm a Liverpool fan. And then we just talked about it. And he was like, it was embarrassing. It was unprofessional. The best season you guys have had in years, and I still get to destroy you for this. I'm just looking at you. You're staring at me. You're not going to say anything. I'm going to keep going. This is amazing. I'm not even staring at you. I'm literally staring at the, the fucking table, just staring at it because I'm like, we're bottling top four somehow now. Yeah. So just just to correct the uh, the counting to seven, it is Gakpo, Nunez, Gakpo, Sala, Nunez, Sala, Firmino. That is now how you count to seven in England. Bro, Literally in the first half, N- Nunez couldn't have a single fucking touch that was right or score a goal. He had two goal scoring opportunities in the first half and bottled it over the bar right in front of net. De Gea was not there at all. And he was just taking every single massive touch that he is renowned for. Dude, if Darwin Nunez and Cody Gakpo keep this up, also, also, I think this is going to be the kicker. This, I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. This is going to end, Carl. So I saw a video. Bro, play ref- me in FIFA. Shut the fuck up. Referring to the irony of <laughs> there were there were videos made of welcoming Darwin Nunez and Cody Gakpo to Manchester United, and they both scored a brace against Manchester United in a 7-0 defeat at Anfield. Yeah, so I'm going to change the topic. You got you want to talk about the NFL draft real quick? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, but it's kind of funny because we put up an American football score on you. Um so yeah, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I'm I'm literally just going to start saying names at this point until like we stop. I'm just Jesus I'm just going to you don't have to stay. I mean, I'm just going to keep boasting because this is we, we've had matches. I mean, last year when Liverpool beat United 5-0 and I was like, yo, this is awesome. And Carl, like, dealt with it. Fucking seven. Seven. Seven nil. 
Bro, I thought we were gonna finish like fifth this season. To be honest, so I'm I'm still happy where we're sitting. It just sucks that we just lost seven nil to fucking Liverpool because it, 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 it. seven nil. Eat more food. Uh, seven nil. Seven nil. Fuck this. I'm gonna do some dishes. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I think we lost Carl. I don't I honestly don't think he's coming back. So we're we're gonna call it for this week, but just remember, 7-0. Liverpool have a shot at top four. 7-0-7-0-7-0. Thanks for tuning in to the High Kicks podcast. You are never gonna see Brian this happy ever again, unless we beat them 8-0 next season. Carl's pissed. I'm happy. We will catch you guys next week. Peace.